Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. fantastic I did absolutely nothing literally laid on the couch watched some law and order went to the gym that was about it didn't move my butt out of the couch the whole weekend and gosh I needed it like I don't know about you guys but this last week was like just so long and tiring and exhausting and just like a lot (laughs) um but it's kind of good to like kind of refresh and just take a break from things and except for it feels like the weekend's never long enough ever like you feel like you were like okay cool I rested for two days and then you realize it's Sunday and you're like oh I have to work tomorrow but I don't I still feel too tired to work so it's like a little bit of give and take sort of speak but I thought today's episode would be interesting because um People are so busy all the time, so like I'm not always going to be able to get guests on every single week and what have you. It was a little bit easier in the summertime to kind of schedule that. So it's just it's just me again today, but I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about life hacks or lessons that I've learned so far, um, even just this past year. And as I was thinking about topics to talk about for this week's episode I was like racking my brain I was like well what is something that kind of like still relates with the theme of the podcast like little did you know and what is something that other 20 year olds or people in their 20s could relate with and something that also applies to them and I was like well hey like I learned a lot of lessons this past year um So like that might kind of be a good thing to talk about. So I've kind of made a list of my top five biggest life lessons that I've learned the last couple months to a year or so. And I'm just going to talk about them and kind of like sprinkle in my experience and sprinkle in my thoughts about them. And you may agree with them, you may disagree with them, but that's totally okay. Um, These are just my thoughts as to what I think are some lessons that I've learned. Um... And maybe some of you guys can relate. So let's take a break and we'll jump with the first one. So lesson numero uno of something I have learned is the that people aren't always going to stick around in your life. And that's okay. I've learned that that's okay. You're going to meet people, you're going to have relationships, and they're not going to work all the time. And I just don't mean just romantic relationships. It could be family 
uh, family members, relationships with family members. It could be friendships that those don't work. And this kind of like made me think about an episode in One Tree Hill. If for those of you who've watched One Tree Hill, which is the best show teen drama of the 2000s, where Peyton Sawyer, one of the main characters, draws this picture and the caption of the picture says, um, everybody leaves. Um, and I thought that that's, when I first watched it, I thought that was very profound and like relatable because like I kind of deal with those abandonment issues myself. Not kind of, I do. <laughs> and I've, it's taken me a long time to be okay with that, with people not sticking around and that you're still going to be okay if they person doesn't stick around. My dog, she's the most anxious dog I've ever met in my life. And she has kind of that same abandonment issue. One time I was doing deliveries and she was, I brought the dogs for a ride with me and literally the door was, the door was, the window was open and I went to go drop off food on, um, on the door, someone's doorstep and Hazel saw me, but when it was open, I was like, I'm right here. And she thought I was leaving her and she jumped out of the car window. The car was parked, but she jumped out of the car window and ran to me because she thought I was leaving her. So like dogs have that same kind of fear of abandonment or that nobody's going to stick around. And I, I had that for a very, very long time. I do still kind of struggle with that idea that um, people are just going to walk out of my life, but sometimes you don't have a choice. And no matter what you say, no matter what you do, um, people just aren't going to stick around and that's on them. That's not on you. Um, it could be maybe the boundaries that they set for themselves. It could be, um, maybe you've grown apart. Um, I know that there's lots of childhood and high school friends that I have that, um, we no longer speak or at least not like as frequent as we, as we used to, especially going through university and what have you. And sometimes that hurts. Like sometimes when you see something, um, you see something like on social media or whatever and you're like hey well wow I thought I was going to be one of the first to, to hear that news but instead you find out over social media and and that kind of sucks but you have to learn to realize well hey like maybe we don't talk as much anymore maybe we maybe they've kind of moved on with their life and they don't see me as a friend to come to for like big news first or what have you and so that can be, like I said, that can be with friendships, that can be with um, relationships. Like if somebody wants to dump you, you're, yeah, you can beg, you can grovel or whatever you, um, but oftentimes they're not going to, it doesn't matter what, what you say or what you do. It's not, people are going to walk away. And I've had to learn that a lot of the times the hard way. Um, same with, with family, like people say like you can't choose your you can't pick your family you can pick your friends but you can't pick your family um and um family's number one over everything that's not true like if there's if there is um if there's reasons why you can't have a relationship or you need to walk away from somebody in your family for your own boundaries and for your own mental mental well-being then sometimes you have to do that and like I said, like it hurts and it sucks, but you just kind of have to, you kind of have to do what you need to do for yourself. And I guess that I've learned that other people walk away for those same kind of reasons. Other people walk away maybe because they can't handle it um, or they don't feel like that relationship is purposeful to them anymore. Um, or sometimes people walk away and then you just really see their true colors, right? Like you could 
have a friend or have somebody who has been there like your whole entire life and then all of a sudden they just after one thing they walk away and that just really makes you think you're like well were they really my friend if they're just gonna walk away over over that like it really makes you reflect and it makes you think um or like somebody who you dated for seven years or whatever and then all of a sudden like they just dump you out of nowhere and you're just like were they really the person that I thought they were like it kind of makes you not second guess but it definitely makes you like question the relationship or friendship and makes you think well hey like was that did that really serve me did that friendship serve me what what did they bring to that friendship that I'm going to be missing out on now and sometimes if you when you truly think about that and you it just hits you and you're just like well now I don't have to deal with drama or now I don't have to deal with betrayal or now I don't have to deal with the gossip or like the mean girlness or all those negative aspects that you kind of never really thought about until they were gone until like they weren't part of your life anymore because the whole relationship or the whole friendship is gone so like those are some kind of positive things I've learned that when people walk away you you kind of you kind of don't have to worry about that kind of stuff anymore and that's something that my therapist really brought to light for me and I was like because she asked me the same thing she was like well if people are walking away like what are you losing out on once they walk once they walk away and I'm like well this and this and she's like okay but what else and then that's when you start to think of like all the negative aspects that like I said you don't really think of until they walk away because like they're your friend or they're your partner and you're just like yeah 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 I'll put up with that yeah 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 whatever it doesn't bother me um and then once they're gone you're just like oh shit like in reality I didn't like this I didn't like this I didn't like this and so sometimes it's better for the greater good sometimes it's not but um sometimes it is and I've learned that you have to be okay with that Lesson two kind of goes hand in hand with lesson one. Um, And that is that people are not always going to like your life decisions. And that is also okay. It took me a long time to realize that I do not have to live my life in accordance to what other people like or what other people approve of. I did that growing up where... I had to hit certain criteria and do certain things in order to be approved of by my mom or by other adult figures in my life and that kind of like stemmed into adulthood where I would do things to please other people when in reality if I wanted to do something because it made me happy and other people didn't like it then I wouldn't do it. So it's taking me a lot of therapy and a long time to learn that we only have one life and as cheesy as that may sound and if you're living it to please other people or to not make other people angry or to keep people in your life but you're not doing what makes you happy that's not living your life and that's not living a genuine life 
and in the end you're the person who's going to suffer because you're adapting to make other people happy when if you think about it are they adapting their life to make you happy are they not doing things because they're afraid to get judged by you probably not and so I learned that if you're not going to like my life decisions and if somebody wants to walk away because of that there's the door and I don't say that in a mean way and whatsoever I just people need to learn people need to learn themselves and if they're doing something that you don't approve of that's on them to get through it and I always believe that as a friend or as a girlfriend or whatever if you're gonna make a stupid choice then that's on you to deal with but I will still be there for you. So if you want to invest in, let's just say the stock market, and I think it's a stupid idea, but I'm like, nope, you're gonna learn your lesson, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and if it works, great. Um, And I'll still be here and support you regardless. Cool. If um, you're dating somebody that I don't like, and but it makes you happy, and you have to deal with, and you think that you can deal with what like if they do any negative thing to you if that makes sense like if they treat you like shit or whatever but you still want to give them another chance and I don't like it I'm not just gonna be like okay bye see ya like no I'm not that kind of friend I would I wouldn't do that and some people do and that's 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 their decision and that's on them but you should not do something because somebody else says it's wrong or somebody else doesn't like it like if we're all adults here, right? We're all in our 20s now. We're no longer teenagers. We're not kids anymore. And if we don't learn our lesson the first time, well, then that's on us. Like, that's our fault, right? So to to go out of your way to... To go out of your way to not live your life in terms of somebody else's conditions, that's wrong. Unless you are in, obviously, this, like, this doesn't include unless you are, like, in somewhere where you're going to get physically hurt. Like, somebody's, like, beating you or or whatever. Like, that's, that's a different story there. And that's where people are, are looking out for you and, and, like, trying to get you into safety. And I get that. But if whatever decisions you make and if people don't like it, like, that's on them to live with. And if they want to walk away from you from that, then... That's not, again, that's that's something you can't control. And that goes into the whole control factor, the whole control piece that I've talked about in previous episodes. You can't control their decisions. You can't control their behaviors. You can only control what you want to do with your life. And if you want to do something that other people don't necessarily agree with, whatever. Like, it's not, that's not their choice. Their choice is not what you do with your life. If they don't want to stick around for it, okay, bye, see ya. Like, then do you think about it. Were they really worth it in the first place? Were they really your number one, your person in the first place if they're not going to stick around for it. You don't necessarily have to agree with what they're doing with their life choices. You don't necessarily have to agree with with their actions or their career path or who they're dating or who their other friends are. You don't have to agree with any of that. No one ever said you had to agree with that. But you do... But does that mean you really truly walk away from them? And if you're if you sit if you're sitting there and and you you're thinking of examples of, of in your life and you're saying yes, then okay like that's whatever that's that's your choice. I personally would never do that. 
but that's just me personally because I've been abandoned too many times by too many people in my life that I will still be there to support you and I'll still be there to be your number one fan and your cheerleader and be there for if you need to rant about something or you need to vent I'll still be there just because I can't I don't like walking away from some people and disappointing people in that way because I know what it feels like to have people walk away from you um so I would never do that but if people are going to walk away because of your the choices you make let them walk you'll find somebody else somebody else you'll meet somebody in the elevator you'll meet somebody playing sports and they'll be your new number one person and but if you are going to walk away from somebody if somebody's going to walk away from you don't do it don't throw words out there to hurt the person even more because chances are they're probably already hurting that you're walking away in the first place and they can't control that but don't add to fuel to the fire by sending hurtful and verbal abusive text messages or throwing shade on social media or being spiteful like chances are the person's already hurting that you're walking away so if you if you're walking away walk away don't don't rub it in a little bit more don't make it worse because they already know you're walking away and if they're not going to chase you and you're just going to walk away walk away um i know that sometimes people get get vengeful and people get get angry and people want that chase people want them to chase chase them be like no 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 stay 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 don't walk away blah 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 i need you in my life um but that does never works either. I've I've chased before when somebody tried to walk away and I, it never works. It just kind of makes you look more like a fool. So if you're just going to walk away, walk away and let that other person heal in their own way and let them heal in peace without having to deal with the text messages that they constantly have to see, without seeing um, you rubbing your life in your face through Instagram stuff. And as the person who's kind of quote-unquote left behind, they can control their healing and they can control um, They can control what they see on social media. They can control if they respond to the text messages. And that's something that I found to be very healing and very um, helpful in terms of when people do decide to walk away from you. And... It's nothing against the other person. Like I said, those are their choices to make. And if it helps them with their life, then all the power to it. And But if you are in the position where somebody walks away from you because of your life choices, it's your life. And if people don't like it, they don't have to stay. And it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Trust me, like I still, I still feel bad about it. I'll be, just be like, well, this is my fault. What did I do wrong? This and that. But in reality, am I happy? Yes. Do, am I in a good position in my life? Yes. Am I making choices that are deliberating to my future or deliberating to my current mental health? No, not re- not really right now, no. But if people still want to walk away from that because they assume and they literally assume um, that you're not okay and that your life your life choices are hindering you, they don't they don't truly know then, do they? So little did you know that it's okay if people walk away and you're going to be okay at the end of the day and your life choices are your own choices and if people don't like them, like I said, sayonara. (laughs) But that was definitely a tough one 
that was definitely a tough one to learn for sure. Lesson number three is that real life adulting is hard as fuck. (laughs) And that's not even a joke. Like being an adult, a real adult is hard. (laughs) And I don't mean like turning 18, you're allowed to vote now, going to university adult. No, 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 no. That's not like real adulting. Adulting, I've learned, is no longer living at home, having a job, a career, having to pay rent or your mortgage, car bill, your insurance, water bill, or utilities bills, uh, trying to find time to work out, paying for groceries, feeding your dogs or taking care of your dogs, and basically sleeping all weekend because you're too tired to do everything else. Oh, plus like building a fence in the backyard for your dogs, cleaning the house, taking care of things around the house, Paying for your internet bill, which I guess would be part of utilities, and doing laundry, folding and finding time to fold the laundry because let's be real, okay? It takes us an hour to put stuff in the washer, an hour to put stuff in the dryer, and then five to seven days to put it away in your closet or your dresser. Let's be honest. Um, Meal planning, actually cooking meals and not ordering. You know how many times I just look at Skip the Dishes app and just be like, wow, this would be delicious right now because you're just too damn lazy to cook when you have a cupboard full of like pasta and rice and chicken and you're just like nah but then you look at the app and then you realize the delivery fees are like seven dollars and you're just like nope can't do it and then you actually have to get off your butt because nobody else is going to cook for you but yourself and oh making sure you remember to put the garbage out by the curb when it's garbage day and then the garbage man puts a sticker on it because you put the wrong thing out at the curb and then you got to wait two more weeks for him to come get your garbage hashtag my life just picking up poop after your doggo or if you have a cat in the litter box which that's really gross and finding time to just like enjoy yourself in the middle of all of that so thinking about it because I don't have kids yet single parenthood would is really difficult would be really difficult because you have to do all of this anyway like the rest of like the upkeeping and working and and whatever, plus having to take care of one, two, three, maybe four kids on your own as a single parent, that would be tough. That would be tough, especially like if you didn't have another adult in your house. Um, Plus being a teacher, like you have so much work you do after school hours that it's insane, like you're just exhausted. And then sometimes like you take extra courses or extra, you're like taking like online courses to further your education, (laughs) me, and like just where do you find time in your day not to be tired? Like, they don't teach you this stuff in school. They don't teach you, like, how to do your taxes. I still don't know how to do my taxes. I send it to a family friend because that's a, a that's an adult thing that I don't know how to do. Um, why don't they teach you, like, ways to pay off your student loans faster or even tell you in the first place that your student loans are going to be ridiculous because not everybody's parents can pay for your post-secondary education. Like... As a teacher, I only teach elementary school. But if I taught high school, I feel like I would add all of that stuff to the curriculum. 
or at least to my programming, just to like help teenagers for when they do get to adulthood because not everything gets handed to everybody. Like people aren't lucky enough or fortunate enough to be born like somewhere where people take care of all that stuff for them. Like I don't know how all of these like early 20 year old TikTok stars literally get everything handed to them or like just have brands sending them shit and I'm just here like okay well we can get bananas this week and strawberries and apples and that's it no treats and then like these influencers are sending like all the free stuff in the world like I'm not jealous I don't care I'm just like kind of bringing the idea forward that like real adulting is hard it's really hard and I thought I was an adult when I went to like university I was like I'm an adult now I can get a car off Kijiji yeah my 97 little Honda Civic I thought I was I thought I was a real adult because I could drive around in my own car (laughs) boy was I wrong Oh boy. Wow. Thinking just thinking about it, I was still living at home. My parents did my laundry for me. They cooked and just called me down for did dinner. All I had to do was help clean up after dinner. And now I'm here like, well, I got to pay for my own gas. I got to pay for the insurance on my car. I got to pay for my car. I got to cook my own dinner when I get home from work. I got to make my own lunch for tomorrow. That all sucks. It sucks. It's rewarding obviously because you think about like how you went from being so independent or so dependent as a kid like dependent on your teachers dependent on the adults in your life dependent on your parents to now like doing it all by yourself I remember the one time when I first like started living on my own and the washer was like a it wasn't a front loader like we have now it was a a top loader so like the top lid opened and then you had to put your stuff in and I only knew how to do laundry in a front loader where like you pull out the little drawer you put the soap in it what have you you throw the clothes in you press a button a top loader is different though because you got to open the lid then you got to put the soap in first and then you put your clothes in but I didn't know that so I had to call my mom when I first started when I had a top load washer at um the place out the basement I was renting in and ask her how to do the laundry because they don't teach you that in school either they don't teach you how to do laundry or like any of that stuff and what about like people who don't have an adult figure they can call and be like, Mom or Dad, I don't know how to do this laundry. Like, where are you going to do it? I guess YouTube teaches everybody everything nowadays, but, like, you still need that person to kind of, like, teach you the ropes so that you can go off and be independent human beings and be productive in the world. But, like, it's hard. And nobody tells you that it's hard. They just... Sometimes adults make it look so easy. Like, you just see that they're tired and what have you, but I have a whole... I wish I had more appreciation for my parents and for like the adults in my life when I was a kid because now when you get to this position and you realize that they did all of that while we just sat around watching Family Channel or playing Sims or playing with our Tamagotchi or fighting with our siblings, I could see how that got them angry or that got on their nerves. Like, geez, I'd be losing my mind too if if I was the adult in that situation and me and my sister were fighting 24-7. Like, yeah. I'd probably be angry too but I definitely think it's something that we all need to realize and know that adulting is hard real adulting is hard having responsibilities all the responsibilities is hard and especially if you're doing it on your own like sometimes people are are fortunate enough where they have a partner and they have somebody else like living with you and and you can kind of divvy up the responsibilities but at the end of the day like you're, you're on your own and you're, you have to be dependent on yourself. So 
it's it that's that was a big lesson I learned especially just like from me for me especially like when I moved it's a townhouse now like I went from like living literally in the back seat of my Civic to a one bed like literally a room that was orange to a basement to a one bedroom apartment to now a three bedroom townhouse that's a lot of upkeep now a lot of cleaning a lot of I had to build a fence for my dogs in the backyard like it's a lot of responsibilities and at the end of the day like it just kind of all hits you especially like when work starts back up again and your school starts back up and it's just it's it's a lot of responsibilities and I low-key kind of wish miss low-key I kind of miss my parents cooking dinner for me at the end of the day like that would be nice that'd be real nice but uh that's a, a funny little lesson I think we should all learn and appreciate so when your parents ever make dinner for you or invite you over for dinner on the weekend don't say no because chances are you're going to get leftovers when you go to dinner and there's your lunch for the next day that you don't have to make so always say yes to family dinners moral of that lesson Lesson number four is that mental health, it really does suck and it really puts you on your ass most days. This is something that I've already kind of known the last couple of years or so, but just experiencing it more um, and seeing really how it affects you and how it affects your relationships and how it affects your everyday life and how it affects you outside of school I've learned that it's really hard to kind of put it to the side some days and it's really hard not to foster those negative thoughts that you have especially like if you're dealing with anxiety or depression and just not feed into those thoughts and I've learned some ways to control it because there's way been way too many days where I literally just want to lay on the couch under my weighted blanket and play solitaire off my phone like an old grandma no offense to the old grandmas that do play solitaire because I also play it but it's 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 hard and for those of you who have never experienced it and never experienced any mental health struggles like good for you and I'm really happy that you haven't because I would never wish it on anybody the feelings that you get when you start to feel the panic coming in your chest and that would just weighted feeling of not despair but just like complete sadness or complete worry like it's it's unlike anything I ever really remember experiencing as a kid um apparently I have experienced it as a kid I just don't remember it um but it sucks and I wouldn't wish it on anybody and it sucks because too like I don't even know how to help other my friends who go through it like I go through it myself too so I can relate to them but I don't know I don't know what to say to make them feel better because oftentimes I don't even know how to make myself feel better because it puts me on my ass so much. I've been really good lately, though. I haven't had as bad of panic attacks as I have the last year. In the last, like, the the biggest panic attack I had, I, the big, last biggest panic attack I had would have been maybe, like, what are we, September? Maybe in the early spring. 
so April, May-ish, maybe. Um, no, maybe in June. Regardless, it's been a good couple months, so that's that's a good positive thing because they used to happen to me like every couple days. So the fact that it's been like two two to three months since I've had a really big panic attack, that's a really good thing for me. Um, knock on wood, one doesn't happen anytime soon, but it's so weird because sometimes it can come out of nowhere. Sometimes it can be triggered by thoughts that you literally have about the past and you're like, why is my brain getting here? And then you start to spiral and you're like, why can't my brain get out of this thought right now? Why can't I control what I'm thinking about? And then you start to try to think about something positive like fireworks or sunshines or rainbows and it just doesn't work at all. And then you're just, you take those fireworks and it becomes like an even more of a negative thought that spirals even further and you're just like fuck you just can't you can't get out of that funk and um I'm lucky because the few people in my life do know what it looks like for me now and they do know how to handle it and they can just be like a lot of times they'll just be like okay like come just come sit beside me it'll be okay let it pass and like I used to have to like talk to talk through it through talk through it until exhaustion but um the few people in my life do know now like if I just sit beside them and like just that physical touch it just it helps the situation more and if they if they aren't like with me when it happens and like they can just help through the phone just like kind of staying on the phone with me and just so that I know like I'm not alone like they don't have to talk about it they don't they don't tell me that I'm stupid they don't make me feel worse they don't they aren't like oh well you're freaking out over nothing like just calm down like they don't say that anymore because they know they know what it looks like for me now and I think that that's a really big thing because it's it's hard to support people when you don't even know what it looks like especially if you never experienced it in the past or you like yourself or with others and everybody experiences it differently like they experience panic attacks and anxiety attacks differently so what may work for one person doesn't always necessarily work for some someone else um what works for me might not work for you like I I need that physical touch normally and just to like sit beside somebody or somebody just to rub my back while I cry it out and just eventually be okay um some people don't want to even be near anybody else when they go through it and they just want to like lay in the dark by themselves until it passes so people need to realize like what helps somebody doesn't necessarily help somebody else it could it could make it even more worse and more deliberating but um it sucks and I don't know why sometimes I can't control it I don't know that's something that I'm still kind of working on um sometimes I'm just like can this just go away and not have it bother me anymore but with all the traumatic experience that I've been through in the past like it's some of it like goes deep (laughs) and it's some days you'll just be absolutely fine and then the next day you could be like a complete and utter mess because it just hits you out of nowhere and then it's the people who don't understand who are like oh you're just you were fine and happy yesterday like why are you why are you upset and always so sad and like and um and mopey today like those are the people who don't understand and that's when like you can just try to communicate it with them and just be like hey well this triggered me today I just had this kind of thought and that's when they can be like oh okay like let me help you through that thought sort of speak and like that's how you can kind of be supportive of somebody who does have mental health issues and like try to help them as best that you can just knowing that just know that like let them know that you're there for them sort of speak and like you're there to support them 
and like you're you'll take care of them they're not broken um or they're not crazy that's the worst thing you could say and people in my past used to say that to me like oh you're crazy like what's wrong with you like you're just psycho um but that couldn't be more that could not be more far from the truth and it really sucks for people so there's some people in some jobs where they can't even they can't speak up about their mental health struggles because it will result in them losing their job and I think that that's absolutely ridiculous because then they're suffering even more and I know that that's the case for some first responders um like police officers they can't they can't say that they're mentally unstable or that they have anxiety or depression or whatever because they could lose their position because who wants a cop with mental health disorders like catching the bad guys but like you would as a cop like you would see so much you would suffer from so much PTSD from the stuff that they see that it wouldn't even be a surprise if they suffer from mental health illnesses but they can't even get help because it's like it's thought of as a not good thing and you're not able to work if you have mental mental disorders and that's that's not true at all like if with the proper support and with the proper help and everything else like they're more than capable of it but they're gonna struggle even more so if they don't get that help and if they don't get that support so just stop like destigmatizing mental health to begin with is another huge thing that we need to do and like that starts in the schools and teaching our students about it and teaching people that it's okay to talk about it and teaching older generations that maybe um maybe mental health was more taboo for them back in the day and just helping them realize too that it's a thing and it's it's a real thing and people suffer from it a lot and it doesn't mean you're crazy it doesn't mean you're psycho it doesn't mean something's wrong with you it doesn't mean you're unfit to to work or unfit to be a good human being it just means that your brain just works a little bit differently and your your brain sometimes thinks thoughts that you can't control that then trigger other um emotions and results in your body and there's help for that and there's support for that and it's just being able to find that proper support to to make it more bearable to live with so to speak so that's something that I've learned that it's super important and don't be scared to talk about your feelings don't be don't don't be let to believe that you should be ashamed about talking about your feelings um and don't be scared to reach out to people like it you're not weak just because you're sad that one day you're not weak just because you're reaching out for help in reality you're strong and in reality you're doing something to better yourself and the and when you recognize that you do need that help and you do need that support that's the first step and it's gonna it's gonna make your life so much better and it's gonna help you with your mental most your mental struggles so so much more and that's something that I've learned to to accept and not let people degrade me or not let people shame me for that and it's 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 helped that's for sure so always 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 talk about your feelings and always 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 seek help if you need to and yeah life lessons on a positive life lesson 
well, they've all been kind of positive, but a more happier life lesson is that sometimes the little things do make everything better and they do make your whole day better. Like, for example, today, um, I've just been kind of light, light, light blah, 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 lazying around on the couch and somebody in my life was like, here, they were like, go to Starbucks, go go for a ride, get out of the house, take the dogs with you, get out of the house, go get a Starbucks. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then they were like, no, here, like, take my visa, you go get a, get a Starbucks on me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then they were like, are you saying no to, saying no to Starbucks? I'm like, yes, I'm saying no to Starbucks. And they're like, no, go get a Starbucks and, like, go for a ride and just get out in the sunshine for five minutes and I went and I took the dogs and I was just like wow like that just kind of made my whole day like not just because I got a free Starbucks but because somebody's thought of me enough to be like hey you're kind of moping around right now not that I felt like anything was wrong but they kind of just saw it in me and they were like go for a ride take my take take this like go get a Starbucks treat on me and I was just like oh and like I was just like wow that was really nice or just like somebody sending you like flowers or whatever out of the blue or somebody just like literally they're out and they send you a picture or something just because it thought it made them think of you and you're just like wow that was really nice and it makes you like feel good about yourself or when somebody borrows your car and they bring it back with a tank full of gas and you're just like wow you didn't have to I wasn't expecting that but like thank you or like literally I have sometimes one day I this week my hair was really dirty and I was way too lazy to wash it thank God for dry shampoo and I just kind of braided it into like a side braid and uh, put a bandana in my hair and one of my students on the camera she's like madam I really like your braid today and in my brain I'm like my hair looks like shit but I was like but thank you like that that was really kind of you and like that kind of made my day too and so always look for like the little things in your day it doesn't need to be a grand gesture I used to think that life was all about grand gestures big romantic gestures and what have you and I've learned that it's not just about, it's not about that. Like, yes, big, grand, romantic gestures are nice and they make you feel good, but that's not something that is doable or, like, something you can expect to happen all the time. Whereas the little things really make somebody think of you. You know what I mean? Like, the, the little things that don't require much effort, but, like, prove that somebody's thinking of you. It could be, like, your best friend just bringing you a coffee in the morning out of nowhere just be like oh here I brought you a coffee because it's a Tuesday morning you're just like wow thank you or like just sending somebody a text when you know something big's coming up like that's not a big romantic gesture that's just letting your friend know hey I know you have this appointment or whatever and I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you like and you're just like wow thank you so like the little things do make everything better and at the end of the day we need to find more little things in our life to be happy about whether it's you waking up in the morning and the sun is shining and it's not raining whether it's you getting to work and not hitting traffic whether it's you seeing a cute dog on the side of the street and little with little puppies and their their owners walking them or your flowers are blooming on your front porch and you're just like yeah i kept those alive or your tomato plant that like grows three tomatoes and you're just like yeah I did that (laughs) just any kind of little thing just to make your day happier it could be taking a nap on a Saturday afternoon and that could be the best part of your day and there's nothing wrong with that it could be finishing a season that you're binging and you're just you feel so satisfied after 
literally. It could be getting a good picture and being like, yeah, I, I kind of look good in this picture and posting it regardless of what anybody thinks. It could be just your favorite sports team winning. Like, can we talk about those Blue Jays for a second? <laughs> like, they may not make it to the playoffs, but man, they're really good right now. But that's what I mean. Like, it could be anything. It could be like your team signing a new player to a really good contract. It could be getting an A on an assignment that you worked really hard for. Like, literally any little thing. And I think that we need to work more as a society on finding those little positives every day. Like, people talk about, like, those gratitude journals. Those aren't a joke. I've honestly never done one before, but I definitely think about something positive in my day every day. And I try not to let the negative things that may have happened in a day overpower those positive actions or those positive things that have happened even if it's just one positive thing you know what I mean like that can just change your whole mindset of the day it could be the worst day ever and one good positive thing or one small action changes your whole outlook on the whole day and you're just like yeah it was a shitty day but thank you for making it better like it could be literally anything like I said it could be finding time to play damn video games and a round of Mario Kart like anything Except for then if you lose and then people tend to get like very overdramatic, but that's another story. So my challenge to you all this week is to take a moment every day and find something positive, one little thing that makes your day better, or think about how somebody does like a small gesture just to make your day better. And that like, you're like, wow, like they really thought of me or wow, thank you for like putting that energy, that positive energy out there and and making my day just a little bit better even if your day sucks just try to find that one positive thing and then try to pay that one positive thing forward try to make somebody else's day a little bit better try to do something good for somebody else because you know what that feeling is like so try to give that feeling to somebody else and it will make a world of difference how much you also feel good about doing something positive for somebody else so those are life lessons. Five life lessons. Five life lessons. Say that five times fast. Five life lessons. Five life lessons with me today on a little did you know. I hope that some of it kind of related to you, or you were able to just think about it critically and just be like, yeah, like that. That is me, and or yeah, I never thought of it that way. So try to take those my experiences and my advice and the lessons I've learned and hopefully use them to make your life a little bit better or make somebody else's day life a little bit better. So this is me signing off for the week, guys. Have a great, fantastic week, and I can't wait to chat with you guys next week.